Hi guys, welcome back to Behind Apartment 5, episode 3 of this podcast. Hello, yeah, welcome back. This is our third take. Oh man, yeah, we were just... <sighs> We were having technical difficulties. I ran out of space on my MacBook. Oh, oh my god, weren't... I just fell into the meme. Okay. What? There's this meme that is like, Apple users always say like, not my phone, they always say my iPhone. Or like when they have a laptop or a computer, they always say my mac or my macbook and i just i just succumbed to the meme i never see that meme. you'll have to yeah I'd, show me later. i'd have to dig it up but yeah i just saw it the other day and i was like no i usually always say my laptop and here we go wrong <laughs> my mac. it's recorded now <laughs> okay yeah so what's going on carly what did we do so we want to talk about what we did yesterday yeah, this week wasn't very eventful, so we're just going to keep it down to one day and just try and have a conversation about one specific topic, which is what? What's the topic? Milwaukee Art Museum. Yeah, woohoo! That place is awesome. We went there yesterday. Um, our intention wasn't to go there at all, though. No. So, we had plans to go to, okay, say the acronym again, <laughs> M-A-M-I-A-D? M-I-A-D. Yeah, it's uh, not made. No. M-I-A-D, which is the Milwaukee Mayad. Institute of Art and Design. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I've only heard it three times, four times now, because it's our third take, so yeah. I finally got it. I kept calling it M-A-I-D for Milwaukee Art Institute and Design, but whoops. But um, yeah, we had plans to go there and do a tour. Um, a campus tour? Yeah, campus tour. And it was tour. for my uh, sister, because she's been looking into going to art school for interior design yeah which is super great yeah super super talented um but yeah she spent the night last night and no it wasn't last night it was friday we record on sunday sorry i had a burp (laughs) (laughs) the burpees okay so we record on sunday so she she slept over on friday Mm -hmm. yeah so the plan apparently and i didn't know this not to point the finger but I didn't know that we were supposed to leave at 10. We were supposed to be in Milwaukee at 10 a.m. Yeah. We were at, supposed to leave at like 8.30. What time did we wake up at? 8.30. 8.30. I was like, oh, man. So, like, she she wakes up and she's like, oh, my God, we're going to be late. And I'm like, for <laughs> what? Because the night before, I went over to um, Seth's house. Shout out Seth again. Went, out to, went to Seth's house. We were doing some music. And I got home around 1.30 in the morning, something like that. And then her sister was still awake watching Dari on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, because I know that we were going to Milwaukee the next day, aka that day, because it was already the early morning. <laughs> but I didn't think they were gonna have to be there at 10 a.m. Carla forgot a little minor detail, but that's okay. I told you though. I don't know. Probably. I printed out a map. She did print out a map, but I don't know if it had I the had time to or RSVP it. for this campus tour, and then they emailed me back and they sent me a PDF file of um, parking lot. Yeah, kind of like the it's like a three mile radius mm-hmm. it looked a lot different in person than i thought i've seen it a million times before but i didn't think that was it because like when i would go to um summerfest or warp tour or something yeah it was right there mm-hmm. and we used to park in that little parking lot right over there is that the one that you said you and jeremy were jeremy and i went to um the u.s what what bank was it some parking garage and we, we had to park all the way at the top that's the one you pointed out to me, though, right? Yeah, that was when we had to go the opposite way. We turned right. around and had to go the other way. <laughs> but yeah, we, we had to be there by 10, and we definitely weren't there by 10. We got there at 10.30 because we left at, what, 9.15? No. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, like 9.15, we arrived super mm. late. And I was like, well, now that we're in Milwaukee, we should just still try to explore the city yeah, there's always something to do. Yeah. No matter but what time. But it wasn't that busy yesterday, though. Mm-mm, it was a really for good day. For Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought there was going to be, like, poppin' farmer's markets or something. Maybe they just don't do it right there, because the Milwaukee downtown stretches Yeah. a long ways. So I thought there was going to be, like, a lot of traffic or something goofy, and no, it was, like, a it was a really easy-going drive mm-hmm. to get through, to get to, and to get out of. Yeah. But yeah, so we decided to go to the Milwaukee Art um, Museum. Museum. I was going to say Institute. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, the museum. So um, I guess what, all we're going to talk to you guys about today is just art mm-hmm. and how we interpret art and, you know, hopefully it helps you guys kind of 
inspires inspires you, you to just, get your own opinion on art and yeah. stuff too because it's always cool to hear a different perspective on anything yeah. but artwork especially okay especially when i see just like a white canvas and it has nothing and then people are able to make something out of it i'm always just like oh my what okay How? this is what my <laughs> this is what my english teachers were doing with the great gatsby like about that green light thing yeah I'm like it's just a fucking green light no no <laughs> It, it represents solitude. <laughs> like, oh my god! But uh, yeah, I'm gonna have Carla kind of take this one away because she's more of the artistic person. So, where do you want to start at? Well, what we were talking about was how we really like how that museum has all the art pieces laid out. Like Renaissance paintings are in their own little category. Photography stuff is in the lower level. Like everything is just like organized very very well in mm-hmm. that museum and i really like that a lot i like how they um dedicated a whole uh, section i guess or a whole gallery to what was it haiti was that the, um, was that haiti that we that we went through was like the second floor was it the when they had like the i think so yeah the lady was kind of doing a presentation on one of them oh, and there okay, were a bunch yeah. of old people in that there. level you're talking about yes and then they had like a lot of like african inspired um yeah it was very paintings i, I think i want to say it was haiti but that's what you're talking about yes. right okay yeah, yeah we're on the same page just can't figure out what country it was i really like it they how they had that specific one they had specific american ones they had specific german mm-hmm. ones italian french yeah, yeah, yeah. the french ones the french ones you can always tell because their painting style is very like whoosh, whoosh. it seems kind of like slapped slapped on but it looks beautiful it they doesn't look as so clean emotion yeah it doesn't look very clean it just looks like they took a big brush and just and i'm like wow that's they have amazing talent. yeah they yeah have talent to work french paintings it. are really cool yeah but yeah do you want to I wanted to talk about, since Carla does photography and she does film as well, um, they didn't really have anything film-wise there, but, well, yeah, they did. We yeah. just didn't really get to it. They because had, they had a, a film playing in that theater, like, meeting area, remember? Yes. When it was really were... loud. When we were walking through to go to the gallery. Right. It was really, really loud. I was like, what is going on in there? It's a really big theater in there. Yeah, I was reading the the what it was about as soon as we were leaving though right because then stuff pointed out like oh we can come back on my birthday and then they're gonna have this or whatever oh yeah but then i saw like the film that was playing god i forgot what it was but Mm -hmm. i was like oh i wish we could you know because the thing about it too is that there was no dialogue i didn't hear any dialogue it was just all music so it was was just one of those so loud i was like oh my god but um the first thing that i want her to talk to you guys about is the photography and the the gallery that they had in the basement dealt with the yosemite valley that these i think it was just dedicated to two people yeah i wrote it down it was um yeah let's get the names really quick yeah because these pictures in the christine a i'm gonna butcher this um sim kick and james p mcnulty gallery I want to talk to them and be like, yo, why are your last name so difficult? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to ask me, why is your last name so difficult? Seriously? Yeah. We so, were just talking about this the other day, too. About your how, last name? Yeah. And how people... We did it yesterday. We were talking about how people oh, yeah, like, pronounce your name like six different ways. Yeah. Well, how do you say your last name so people will know? So it's Carla or Carla. Cuautle. Mm. C-U-A-U-T-L-E. C-O-A-E. And no one ever knows how to pronounce it. Like, in school, I would hate, hate having substitute teachers. Or, like, the first day of school. Because <laughs> they would be like, Carla Cuddle? Carla <laughs> Quatley? Carla Cadle? Carla... <laughs> I'm like, Kato. what? <laughs> Where are you getting these extra A's and U's Cats from? in the cradle? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, Quatley. It was... <laughs> so yeah, living in living in a primarily Starbucks America, <laughs> when they can say venti better than they can say quatle. <laughs> Quata? Oh hey, Carla Quattle, your yeah, so espresso that's, is that's, ready. Yeah, that's the last name that I go by because no one can ever pronounce. I've only met very few people that can pronounce my last name. Me. Quatle. No, 
no other people or <laughs> I can't talk. <laughs> Not a lot of people can pronounce my last name right. as it is, so I just go by Carla Quaddle. Yeah, so like if she's signing up, like we just did a um like a JC Penny thing. Yeah. We just did a credit card for JC Penny. And they were like, Oh, so what's the what's the last name on it? She's a Quaddle. Because <laughs> <laughs> white people will give it. <laughs> But some people can't still, they're like, what? And I have to like repeat it two or or three more times. Or what you'll do is just spell it. You usually just spell it for them. Yeah. You'll say Carla and then you'll just go C-U-A-U-T-L-E. They're like, okay. And they just don't worry about (laughs) how to say it. They're just like, okay, Carla. Oh, I was telling him how I was registering somewhere. I don't remember where it was, but the lady was like, Carla... Quatly? She was like trying to figure out how to say my last name. And she's like, is that with a K or a C? And I was like, both. <laughs> and she just gave me the weirdest stare. Like, it's what? true. It's just it wasn't very specific. Yeah. I was just like, both. <laughs> yeah, both. So, Miss Carla Quaddle, what did you take of the Yosemite Valley pictures? How do you feel about those? Because um, what I want to ask you is, what is your interpretation? Like, why are the pictures. Why Why are these specific pictures the way they are, I guess? Why is it having, like, a specific tree or a boulder or a rock? It's a rock! It's SpongeBob. Um, it's not a boulder. It's, it's a, a rock! rock. <laughs> why, why does it matter so much? Or why does a certain angle matter so much in expressing what was in the photo? There was a specific photograph that I saw, and... It had like a pile of rocks, like giant rocks, and it's the type of rocks that you see as soon as you see like a stream or whatever of the sort. And there's just like those big pile of rocks, and it started off the photograph like that. And then a little bit ways more to the left, there was like a giant tree, and then you can see the stream, and then you can see the rest of the water, and then you could see the whole Yosemite Valley. It's just, I think. That photograph was my favorite, and there was a lot of photographs in there, but I think that one specifically was my favorite because it had everything. Like, the angle that a photographer has to use in order to get every single, not detail, but, like, item in the picture from, like, the water to the rocks to the tree to an actual valley. Like, it it takes a lot of takes to yeah get the right one get yeah get the right shot and say this is the one i want this is the one i want to give out to people so they can actually see this beautiful place and yeah without even having to go there right and And that's what i admire a lot about landscape photography is um a lot of photographers they do such a great job at like putting in so many details into their photographs and I don't know. I just love it a lot. Even if it's by an angle, like this one was at an angle. It was like at a left lower angle. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there's other um, photographs that are like centered and they have like two, two giant mountains and like grass in the middle or whatever it may be. Like every photographer has their own technique and their own way of portraying like a photograph and that's what they want to put out and I think no matter what they do, I think it always comes out looking great. I mean, I think you have to have the actual right techniques and the right, just everything. Lighting is a big thing. Like, there's just so much that goes into just one picture. Understanding uh, what lens to use. Yeah. Too. And then, you know, were they standing up in a tree? Were they laying down? Whatever. And the thing that always ceases to amaze me as well is... How they can just think, okay, from this angle, it's going to get everything that I want. But how do you even determine what you want? And -hmm. how you think it's going to express? Like, you have this little four-inch lens across, you know, in diameter. And it can capture thousands and thousands of, like, feet or... I don't know how to fucking describe it. It, it captures a yeah, lot like a of in front of you. and like right, a tree and stuff. Right, yeah. and it can spread across. You know, that mm-hmm. it never, I'll never ever not be impressed with photography. Photography. I said photography. 
photography. I know I was butchering my words too because right. I was getting way too excited talking about photography and I'm just like yeah. jumbling up all my words. Well, the one thing I remember too is um, we got Carla. What what lens did we get you? Mm-hmm. What what um millimeter was it? Two hundred millimeter. Yeah, she got right up in the moon's grill. Like when you took that first picture of the moon, and we were out in the parking lot, and she was like, "Oh my god." That's when I really, really was like, wow. You know, this little thing can capture something so far away. And mm-hmm. it looks so clear. It was amazing. It blew my mind. Yeah. And then, I guess another thing that I I guess I'm really inspired by are um, sculptures. Yes. How yes. are you able... We were looking at this one sculpture yesterday. It was this guy who was laying on the ground. It looked like he was a soldier that was wounded. He had, like, the sword and the shield next to him, you know? I posted it to my Instagram story. Yeah. If you guys follow me on Instagram, I posted it on my story, but... Plug your plug your Instagram. What's your what's your at name? At Visuals X Carla. There you go. The X stands for by, so Visuals by Carla. Mm-hmm. I will provide you with visuals. Yeah, you will. <laughs> You'll get enough. She, she does post really a lot of amazing things. I don't post a lot, actually. But I, when you do post, you have a lot of amazing things on there. I posted one recently, and it was like the double, what would you call that? Double slot? It was like two slides. Yeah, like when you can post two pictures on one post. Mm-hmm. One was taking from, oh taken God, from taken from my iPhone, and then the other one was taken um, from my camera. And what, you got a Canon T6? Rebel series. Yup. I remember when... I went and got that for you. Cause I cry. <laughs> Car- yeah, because Carla was, she kept using her phone, and I knew, because she was taking pictures of my band before, and she was using her phone, and the pictures still came out really good, which I was surprised by, and I was like, okay. I'm sick of just seeing her standing there with the smallest little camera on like yeah. a $600 phone, and she's not going to be able to do as much as she wants. So I went to Best Buy one day and just bought it, called her dad, went to her house, left it on her bed. And then I was at work when yeah, all of this was going on. Yeah, you were working at Menards at the time. Yeah. And I was closing that day. I closed and I was on my way home. And I think you told me, text me when you're on your way home or something, right? And then yeah, you Yeah, I think I always me. did that though. But yeah. But yeah, you met me mm-hmm. at my house. And I was like, okay. So then I arrive home. He's there. We go inside. And then... Um, I, I acted as normal. And then I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, just go take your anything. shoes off. Let's go to the room and, you know, take your um, your jacket off and everything like that. And then yeah. it was, I had it sitting on the bed. And then I just walk into my room and then I see it. And then I look back at him and I just start crying. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I guess when I was starting to talk to Andrew, um, when we oh, were first well. dating, um, I talked about how much I wanted to do photography and just how bad I wanted just an actual camera and I couldn't get it because I was struggling a lot with like finance issues and all this stuff and I just was working a lot so it's like even if I had the money I just didn't have the time to go out and buy this because it was like open a clothes shifts or whatever it may be and then the time that I did have off I wanted to spend it resting or just like catching up with my family because I didn't ever see them or like with him because I was always at work so, I don't know, I didn't really have the time, and it was just like a little bump in the road at that time, and he was just the most sweetest person ever and got me my first, um... That's why my nickname is Splenda. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I got her... My first DSLR camera. Yeah, what is and DSLR digital? We're gonna have to do a good old Google search. Yeah, because I've always... I always, like... It's like, you can describe something, but I'm like, damn, what does that actually mean? Because I'll be talking about, like, audio stuff, too. Well, I always say, like, the wrong, um... Acronym? Yeah, the the wrong meaning for that letter. Oh, oh, then, yeah, sure. Just like when I was doing the Milwaukee <laughs> Yeah, thing. like, you have the right thing, but it's just switched. Poop, people... Order our patties. Digital single lens reflex. See, I wasn't going to makes... say reflex. I was going to say... I don't know what I was going to say. Reflex. No, I wasn't going to say reflection. I was going to say another R word. 
but I didn't want to look stupid, even though I probably already did. <laughs> but no, <laughs> digital single reflex camera. Yeah, but with one of those digital single lens reflex cameras, you can <laughs> you can really get a goddamn picture. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So photography is just it absolutely blows my mind. And then um, yeah, the marble sculptures. Mm-hmm. When we were looking at that guy. Just to go back, yeah, she put it up on her Instagram story. He was laying down, and you could see them cheeks. <laughs> Butt cheeks. But I, we, I, I went and looked over at his foot. I was so fascinated with his foot. I do not have a fetish, but I went over and looked at his foot. And you could see, like, the tendon. You know, when, like, you your foot is kind of, like, bent up, and you can tell he was stressed. And, like, they even carved out a toenail. And, like, yeah, more, like, like the toes were proportionate. Mm-hmm. I mean, unproportionate, like... They were bigger and... And they had the arch of the foot and just, like, everything to, like, the smallest detail. Even to his face, Andrew was like, I think he's burned. I'm like, no, I think that's his beard because it was all along, like, the bottom part of his jaw. Yeah, it looked like he had, like, a burn on his face, but it was just all scruff. Yeah. It's like, how are you able to do all of that on you How do you make softness with such a hard piece of material? Marble. You know? Like, the softness they can make with their face and with the buttocks <laughs> and with the thighs and with like your love handles or whatever it may be. And like, they usually didn't, I don't know how the fuck they did that or how they still do that. And just to kind of like get on a side topic, then we'll go back, but like wax figures too. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. And you I want to go to a been... Madame Tussauds yeah. really, really bad. I'm like super obsessed with, wax figures especially that janitor remember that we saw oh yeah right when you walk in there's a a wax figure of a it's literally just called janitor yeah and it's just a guy there he has like keys and he had real clothes on yeah and he was just like he looked everything and it's not like oh i'm gonna put like bring new pieces of clothes on my scarf like no it was his shoes needed a shining yeah and his belt was kind of like old like he was working there like it gives an actual feeling or like oh this janitor has been around for like who knows how long and he's probably this old and you know it actually gives a story to this piece of artwork and i really love how that artist like just gave it they're all in this yeah i I really this piece i really want whoever's listening to this to look up on google just look up janitor wax sculpture figure whatever and it's he's probably like five foot eight Something like that? No. You don't think he was that big? He was shorter than me, wasn't he? I don't know. He, I think he was definitely five. You think he was like five, 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 four? I think he was, as, I think he was like my height. Yeah, he was an old, he was leaning over as well. But that yeah. one was really, really cool. Super cool. The first one that you see when you walk in though is like a big PBR can. Okay, we'll go back. We'll go back. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> but... Yeah, marble figures, crazy. And like little, um, what do they call them? I can't think of what they're, it starts with a C, but I was walking, I was over in the Renaissance area and they had a little sculpture of what Shakespeare looked like from back in the day. Like straight up, like someone was looking at him while they made it. And it- You're you're talking about the head? Yeah, what is that called? A K. I don't know. It starts with a C though. But it's just Uh a little, it was a little head. And- I, I walked back because I, I got separated from Carla and her sister for a little while because I went down this hallway and I was looking at Mexican jewelry and I went like up dog squirrel <laughs> in the museum and I totally was lost. And then when I came back and I found them, I was like, okay, I'm a little freaked out right now because this is what dude looked like. I don't know why. It's just like so real to me. Like when they make self-portraits, I saw a self-portrait of... Um, this artist obviously and he painted all these things it was like this little gallery was like for him and then in the middle of it it had him so he was able to I don't know it's just cool being able to see what the guy looked like that created all this stuff yeah and then um, by that one marble sculpture they had the guy that um, was the reason why the Milwaukee Art Museum even opened did you see that the big giant one. The big giant one in front one. of the in front marble of the marble guy. thing that was like 
We it was behind us technically. Right. We were facing the marble guy and then yeah. on the red wall. Him. He was yeah. the one that always wanted a It was a such museum. a giant, beautiful painting. Yeah, it was awesome. And like being able to see him too was super cool. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I, I wanna go back, like right now. And just go back and just even look at it in further detail. Yeah. It's crazy. So yeah, we got sculptures are a huge thing and you know the thing is is it always kind of freaks me out a little bit too what? wax figures and sculptures <laughs> yeah because they're so realistic and yeah. but i think it's just so cool agree so cool how Beautiful. you can just like like even in that wax museum like how they have um michael jackson like a michael yeah, he's jackson dead yeah and like, he's right there like they have elvis right. and it looks just like them you know if you look at photos it's like oh my god it's man. like one thing looking at photos and then actually looking at a sculpture like a portrayal yeah that's like the right height yeah just like a little to like there's stretch marks scars birthmarks like whatever yeah just like to everything it's like it's insane and it's it's fascinating and the thing about art too is that it's it's such an obsession is what i was telling carla and like these people upset wow these people obsess with making it look right and making sure that it's the way that it they, they have it because they don't want to i feel like artists don't want to they want to be able to express themselves but they also don't want to like stay within a barrier or stay within like two lines you know what i mean so like they have to do it this certain way yeah that's there was this quote that off of this video that we were just watching and it was um i think it went like you don't become an artist or you you become an artist as soon as you ruin your perfect piece of canvas and i think that says a lot like mm-hmm. it just takes so much practice and even if art, someone art says, is mistakes kind of too mm-hmm. yeah there's so many artwork pieces that just come by out of mistake like oh god i don't remember who it was but it was this guy and he had painted i think i think it was just like this beautiful um portrait i think of a woman and he accidentally had spilled paint on this canvas and he was like it's ruined but then he spent hours just like looking at it and he was like you know what it's i'm fine with it i'm fine with this because the way that he drew the woman and the paint that had splattered on the canvas it like it gives an emotion it was a mistake obviously he bumped the thing but like it went well with what he was trying to portray and he was like i don't think it would have came out even more perfect the way that it did now if i kept paint painting it yeah if that makes sense like it's like he would have been beating a dead horse i guess just doing the same thing over and over again like like it would have still came out beautiful i bet but it probably just gave out just a more of an emotion and for someone to see it you could probably be like well dang why did he spill this whole entire like bucket of paint on this beautiful what looks like it would have been like such a beautiful portrait of like something Mm -hmm. of a woman whatever like for someone to see it and then just be like you know what this is cool Mm -hmm. like there's so many different interpretations you can take of it too mm -hmm. because there's some people that overanalyze and then it either is supposed to be interpreted as it being super simple like it is what it is or you can get into more deeper thought. Well, this is why the artist did it or he drew that line squiggly because of whatever or she drew that line straight because of whatever. Right. It all has meaning or it doesn't. It's all up for you to interpret which is why art is so beautiful and especially visual art. You know, we can get on to, you know, audio at some point and why hearing things a certain way, but that's not what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about, I want to talk about paintings next. And I want to talk about centuries and centuries ago. Like, I really love the Renaissance art Mm -hmm. so much. It even came down to, well, let's just talk about the Renaissance. Let's not talk about painting in specific. Let's talk about how they had chandeliers and they had cabinets and dressers furniture just furniture chairs um 
Yeah, even the um the frames too. Like the specific frames, they had knight armor. They had um cups, plates, bowls, an egg, what is it like an egg cup or something? They had an egg cup, jewelry. Oh, like what? It was all so extra. <laughs> like how they had these murals on a plate. It's yeah. not probably the term, but they had full drawings on a plate. And someone's just going to put their hot mess all over it. Yeah. That's what blows my mind. But I think it was probably just more for decor. Yeah, it was all beautiful. Because if you look at, let's say, England, centuries and centuries ago, with like King Henry the 5,000th, you know, because there were like a million of them. (laughs) They all, we were talking about this before too, and if you look at the portraits of them, they all were bedazzled. And then they were kind of heftier looking people. They were bigger. And that represents wealth and being healthy. But not really. Yeah. Because if you were on, what's that TV show called? The Biggest Loser. <laughs> <laughs> they would be hitting him hard as hell. They'd be like, dude, you need to get off the grapes and the lamb. That wine. <laughs> the wine and cheese. <laughs> yeah. It's just so crazy how they're able to restore that as well. Like, yeah, some people probably, you know, have to go over the lines again. But holy shit, I would not want to have that job. Yeah. And then my sister pointed out this little, like, gallery, I guess, uh, where they had magnifying glasses. And you could look up to the painting and down to the minor, minor details. Like, I think it was this map drawn out i guess and it had horses and little small hills and from far away like just or not far away but like just a couple feet away regular eyesight to the painting you could see like okay it's just a really small little like just sketches but no if you hold up the magnifying glass to this art piece it's like they really detailed a really like a really tiny ass horse yeah yeah and like people had expressions on their face yeah. And then remember when we saw the, the handwriting too? Yeah, the handwriting is so good and it's so tiny. What is it called? The calligraphy? I think so. The really good handwriting? Yeah, they had that. Just amazing, elegant looking handwriting. It looked like you were being like invited to a Like back in the day, ball. they don't have like those little fine tip pen, ballpoint, point seven millimeter, millimeter yeah. whatever thingy. They have a freaking feather. Yeah, they had a feather or whatever. Like, how are you able to write like that? Oh, Jesus, dude. That stuff, I just don't know what else to say. It blows my goddamn mind off. It's so great. And just knowing that it's from so far, so long ago and so far away from here. And like, you know, obviously America wouldn't be what it is without all of these other countries and all these artists and all these, you know, migrants and everything like that. I don't know what to say. It's all so beautiful. It's something that you guys really need to go and do yourselves and just try your best Mm -hmm. to put yourself in their shoes or their chonclas. (laughs) (laughs) Or their chonclas. (laughs) Did they even really have, speaking of Spanish, did they have anything from Spain or anything from Mexico? They had the Mexican jewelry. Yeah, that was all I saw. Yeah. I didn't see, like, any paintings of, like, conquistadors or anything like that. You know who they had in Not there, really. too? They had, like, remember when we went to the gift shop? They had something about Frida Kahlo? Or Frida, what's yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that her name? Frida yeah. Kahlo? Yeah, they didn't have any of her artwork in there. No, I didn't see anything. They had the man Warhol in there. They had, um, who is it? They didn't have, like, they had, like, the little clip art things and little beanie babies and mugs of van gogh and Mm -hmm. they didn't have any da vinci no no they didn't have any like little clip art things of da vinci though is what i'm saying no they definitely didn't have any fucking da vinci in there i was thinking about it when i was looking at um i i think it was like a painting from 1560 or something i was like dude that man they do have um Sorry, I was like really long. No, you're good, you're good. They did have, I think it was Vincent Van Gogh. 
um, The Paper Woman, I believe that's his art piece, and the Chazen Madison um, Art Museum. Chasm or Chazen? Chazen. Yeah. C-H-A-Z-E-N. I remember when we went to that. That was awesome, too. It's on the UW-Madison campus, campus grounds. Yeah. Um, if you go in there, such a great museum. 10 out of 10 recommend. Definitely. But I think that's what it was. I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was Van Gogh, Paper Woman. They had Picasso um, there, too. I remember they had Picasso there, too. What was that? I don't know. It's like a rat in here or something. No, but they had Picasso there as well. Not in Milwaukee, but Madison. They had one. I specifically remember. It was so bootleg. Like, it looked like a kid drew it, but Picasso is... Picasso. I remember, because it had, like, the, um... It had three different pieces, and it was three different phases in how he came to be the la- the, the final product. Oh, I think that's the one that I'm talking about, then. Okay, so it was I think Picasso, so, because then, it, yeah, was it was started him. off as a paper... Yes. Yeah, it yep. starts off like, okay. Yeah, so, so go to Madison and you will see something straight up out of Picasso. I think I'm just thinking of Van Gogh because my sister yesterday. She's like, oh my God, it's Vincent. Like she called him like a first name basis. <laughs> <laughs> Vincent. Yeah. Um, we just had coffee the other day. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's doing well. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, w- the one thing that um, when we were going through the gift shop though, we, we saw the Warhol stuff and I was like, is he still alive? And Carl was like, I think so. And then I looked it up on Google and it was like 1987. I was like, oh shit, whoops. He's been dead for a straight 30. <laughs> I'm like, shit. Sorry, Doug. Your artwork's really cool. I, yeah. I don't really know um, artist's lifespan though. Like, no, dude, they, probably, lifespan, they, probably, like, like, they probably like stress themselves to death. Because they're, like, trying. They're working so hard. You know how mentally tired they probably always are? And their wrist. Yeah. Fucking arthritis. Like, crazy, probably. It's like a piano person. Oh, yeah, a pianist? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just... I'm sorry that we're just kind of sitting here blanking. <laughs> but I just keep thinking about how amazing that whole experience was. Because, like, we, we haven't been there since we were so young. And it was always a field trip thing. Yeah. And when you're young, I feel like that's the worst place to take a child. Because they want to talk. So I I don't think it's the worst place to take a child. I would say. No, I think a lot of children. Like McDonald's ball pit. That's pretty bad to take your kid because you're giving them McDonald's number one. Oh my god. (laughs) No, like each child is its own person. Obviously, there was some kids in the the one gallery that you were talking about. Like either if it was African or Haitian. Uh, yeah, you remember that kid? Yep. He was not paying attention to the artwork at all. His no. mom, he was running around with like a little monkey in his hand. Yeah. So those kind of kids, they probably don't really care unless they see something like really big and enormous or like something glow in the dark. And they're like, whoa. <laughs> True. But um, I think each kid itself, um, I don't know, like it just depends on them. Like if we were to take our kids. Mm-hmm. I would take our kids to an art museum, but I would be like, first of all, you're going to respect the art pieces. I would wait a few years, maybe until they're like 10. No, yeah, but I'm saying like even like a kid, whatever. Yeah. Either if it's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't think it's the worst idea it. to take your kid. I think it's just, it's a really great idea to be like, hey, this person did this. Like, I would love to hear a kid's interpretation on yeah you like, know there was like a study one time when we were i was in psychology and they said that adults overcomplicate everything yeah and kids just like they get straight to the point and they're like isn't it this or they see something different yes yeah i guess sure I but would, that's i'm just why. saying i wouldn't want to take them to a museum because i mean i know that they're free to get in so it's not i wasn't gonna say it's like a money issue but it's just the fact of they're not going to totally understand it. I get what you're saying. Yeah, they can I'm go just, both ways, for I'm sure. I'm just trying to, like, keep the door wide open That's for true. their minds. Yep. Yeah, I guess it would be smart to raise them on the arts, too, because, I mean, since we're very artistic people, I would say. Yeah. You know, we have our own things. It would be nice to have a child feel that way, too, I guess. Yeah. We're not talking about how we want a kid right now. We're just saying in general. Oh, yeah, and by the way, we're pregnant. <laughs> no. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. No, it's... 
Yeah, it, I mean, it even it, it all comes down to there's so many different art forms and ways to express art, and a lot of the time, art comes in a form of people, and it's like paintings of people, yeah, or animals or living beings. I guess you should just say, and then a lot of the stuff that is underappreciated, literally, is architecture of the building itself. Mm-hmm. Like your house, your car, tire, the tire design, a lamp design, a TV design, anything. Yeah, they had like many chairs. I was um, going to say chairs. Yeah, bikes. Like how the evolution of chairs went about, I yeah. guess. But like, I guess like any regular person would be like, okay, a chair is a chair. You just sit on it. Like it probably looks cool looking, just regular looking. Like what's the big deal? But I think... It's a big deal. Like there were some really extra ones. Like the backs were all the way up to like your head, or higher than your head. Yeah. The or old. like you just have like a round one, and it looks like a cushion, mm-hmm. but it's still considered, you know, like a chair, I guess, mm-hmm. seating area. I don't know. Like it's cool how I just I love architects and people who are just like because what architects do is. They're trying to cater to people. What do you mean? And how people are going to think of it and how they're going to use it. That's yeah. that's the that's the big thing. They cater to like, yeah, how your comfortability. How, yeah. How functionality. Yeah. Yeah, like, I agree on that. Yeah, for sure. How the hallways are going to be? How? Yeah. Okay. How many well, like? I'm totally going to talk about what happened at work the other day though. And whoever built this house in Elkhorn, in Elkhorn, Wisconsin, needs to be fired from their job or ever designing a house ever again. Because this stairway was three feet across, if even that. It was like probably two and a half feet across and we had to carry a whole bed set upstairs. And I think that person should never design a house ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Pissed me right off. Yeah, that's kind of... I was like, okay... Were you thinking of the factors of what if someone was a little heavier, dude? What if someone had an emergency poop and needed to run downstairs because the bathroom was downstairs? Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Did you ever think about if someone broke their leg upstairs? How they're going to get down? They were probably like, that's your own. Yep, that's your own fault there. That's your own problem. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to call myself Andy the Architect now. And I'm going to start designing everything. As in you? I'm just designing myself. I'm creating a new me. No. I'm going to make the best looking Windex bottle you've ever seen. I'm going to make the coolest house you've ever seen. The coolest couch you've ever seen. Just kidding. I would never be able to do that. But if I were to do that, there'd be people out there to appreciate it. And there'd be a museum out there to take it in. Yeah. Every everybody's got an idea or you know a form of expression and mine are couches now <laughs> dude our couch is so comfy yeah. the perks of working at a furniture store oh, getting discounts on furniture and getting to see like there was this one couch it was like an ashley sleeper that's the brand ashley and it was the weirdest fucking thing i've ever seen it had um it turned into a complete square so you know how a regular couch is i guess it just has let's say it has like three little cushions well on the far right side it had it extend all the way out it was just one piece that you just kind of clicked in and you could lay flat and you could adjust the back and then on the other side like the other two spots to the left you could lift it up and pull it out, and it would be equal to the other one. So it was just a complete square. I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like retro blue. Like, it's art. <laughs> yeah, it was like Colgate toothpaste blue. Crest, I should oh say, actually. Because Colgate's white, isn't it? It's red, isn't it? Oh, it's well, red, that's the logo. white, and blue. Dang, imagine red toothpaste. Oh my god, I'm bleeding everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yep, artwork. Yeah, dude, artwork even comes down to design on logos. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Logos are a son of a bitch to make. Especially now in, like, the digital age. 
graphic design graphic like design. it just all comes down to literally our music just photography everything that's like, weird everything in a museum i've never seen someone display digital art well because you haven't gone to the right museum true i just haven't yet it's always like stereotypical sculptures and paintings i think that's the first time i've seen like a whole exhibit or gallery sorry dedicated to photography photography i think i went to another one but um i don't remember where it was you know, we went to the one in minnesota they had a photography one remember but that gallery was blocked off remember the doors that's right yeah what was the name of that one Wiseman Art Museum. Yeah, it's right on the U of M. It was in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah, University of Minnesota. The Gophers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was it was right downtown in the shit. And getting there was silly because you had to go next to like this little Amtrak thing. And there were streets on the side. And it was on a bridge. And you had to go through it. And then you had to go under. And then you had to park in a parking garage. And the design of that building... Say say the name of it one more time. Wiseman. I think that's how you say it. Yeah, no, just... W-E-I-S-M-A-N, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Look at the architecture of that building, and I give kudos to that guy. Or yeah. That, or that girl. Like, the, the architecture of Milwaukee... Like, you know how just, like, it looks like a freaking crane. Like, it's just so beautiful. It always reminds me of um, that opera house in Sydney, Australia. Yeah, yeah that too. Mm-hmm. It's like, it does look like it's a crane. super pretty, but and it's the right in the water. Yeah, but the one in Minnesota, it's all like it looks like tin, like a Tin Man. Yeah, it's really cool. It has different levels. They had um, what did they have in there? They had a race car in there. Mm-hmm. Like a. And they had an enormous sculpture. You remember that? I think it was glass. Oh. When we walked in, there was like a I think the desk, and then I think there was a painting behind the, the desk. The pop art thing was up and there, and then right to the left. It was this enormous... Yes. You remember? Oh, yeah. I do remember that now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was a fish. Yep. It was like a koi fish. Oh, God. That was beautiful. Yeah, that thing was amazing. And that's what I was telling my sister Glass and Andrew yesterday. Like, how how the heck do you even bring in an enormous art piece like that? Oh, yeah. I'd hate having that job, too. Restoration and moving it. Like, I move furniture, but I will never move a 400-year-old painting or anything made of glass. Because the one that we were looking at when you said it... Oh. No, no, when you said it was um, when they had the strings hanging. And it was like little rocks, I guess it looked like. It was like crumpled up paper, it looked like to me, but it wasn't. And your sister said that it was a representation of time stopping. He was trying to capture the moment. Capture the moment. What's, what's happening now and... I would not want to set that up. Wouldn't want to move it from wherever. Especially because, you know, a lot of these things came from a, across, like, overseas. Yeah. No. Or just hundreds of miles away. Yeah, no. It's... Those people have talent, too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else to say. Dude, it's okay, just... let's just... Round of applause for those people, because I would never... I, I'll be like, okay, number one, how much does it pay? Psych, doesn't matter. I'm not doing it. Okay, $3 million. Sure, I'll do it. <laughs> Money's art. <Ooh. laughs> what is going on? I had to bring comedy is art. If you think I'm funny, I'm an artist. You're an artist for understanding my art and my yeah. comedy. Everyone's an artist in their own way. Your mind, the way that you think of things is very creative. The way that the human brain works. Psychology is art. My voice is just cracking. <laughs> Psychology. I'm 21 years old. My voice is still cracking. Come on now. Like, just looking at our table or our chairs, how it has the little X on the back of the chairs. Yeah. Color. Like, this podcast is very very mellow and i'm just thinking a lot and i hope that you guys are too it's just i don't know i feel like anyone could just go on about art forever like it may seem like we're just running out of things to say but 
we're not like it's just like i'm remembering about everything that we saw yesterday and i keep looking back on my notes because when i was walking through the museum i had my phone out and i was jotting down the name of like art pieces that i really admired the artist's name and then i gave it my interpretation on that art piece like um i'll i'll say one um so there's this other art piece that was hanging from like the ceiling and it's by Eva Hees, Eva Hesse. How do you I don't, spell I it? I don't know. Eva, E-V-A-H-E-S-S-E. Yeah. Um, and the artwork was called Right After. And it's literally these hooks and just like a whole bunch of like just string. It's fiberglass string. And I literally just interpreted as like, you have me intertwined, like fiberglass string on hooks. And I took it as like, it can mean literally anything, even if it's like, she was just doing this just to like, show art or show life in her artwork piece or whatever it may be. It can mean like a relationship issue. It can mean like, I don't know, she was studying for a final. <laughs> like, anything. it can mean anything. And she made it, like, it's insane for these fiberglass strings to just, like, be on these hooks. And they're all, like, just, like, literally intertwined. And it's, like, I interpreted, like, she was the string and the hooks is whatever she's dealing with in life. So I literally just interpreted, like, you have me intertwined, like, fiberglass string on a hook beautiful so that was my first translation on or translation my first interpretation on see that's what i'm saying like anything you can interpret it in any way and it blow it art is just it's a never it's like a black hole of ideas and interpretations and what it could be and i feel like we can leave you guys here and just have you guys you know, look up those museums, take a, take a day out of a weekend, out of a weekday, whatever, go to your nearest museum. It doesn't matter if it's a big one, a small one. Like we had one in our hometown that was an, an angel museum. Yeah. I haven't gone to that. No, Oprah Winfrey, um, she contributed an angel to the museum. Oh really? Yeah. Her mother lived in South Beloit. You told me. No, no, she didn't live in South Beloit. She lived in Beloit. Oh, you told me. She went to South Beloit. Oprah went to that restaurant called Anna Maria's oh. in South Beloit. I did not know And that. she, yeah, she has like a picture signed up right there with her face and her name. She's like, can I get a pie? <laughs> sure. Yeah, so I guess this is where, where we can leave you guys. Um, sorry, I don't really want to apologize for being too quiet, but it's just art is so much of a thought. It's just one big thought. And you have to really think about how to interpret and what your specific mindset is on why something looks a certain way. Right. Uh, I love art. And I guess Andrew 2018, I love art. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, this is where I guess we can leave you guys and just give us, uh, give you guys a song of the week. And I'll have Carla do hers first. Mine is by Kygo. Kygo, what up, son? Featuring Miguel. I love Miguel. I love Kygo. Um, oh, you love Miguel? And You going to break up with me now? <laughs> Go on. Um, the name of the song is called Remi- Remi- Remind Me to Forget. Such a really cute song. It's like more of like an um, electronic type of song because <laughs> Kygo is like an edm artist but it's it's very mellow like if you guys listen to odessa odessa is also an edm artist but they're just very it's just chill edm it's not like it's not like thumping bumping bass nectar yodel boy type yodel boy like it's not that it's more chill so i don't know they're very content they're like contemporary bumping it's it's good the, yeah. the song that you picked is really good and it's mm-hmm. what again remind me to forget 
Bye. Kygo. And Miguel. <laughs> yeah, those guys are awesome. She's been jamming that song a lot. In Zikar. And when you're getting ready in the morning and stuff. But did, did you see him before? Or you want to see him? I said I want to see Kygo. I have not seen Kygo. And then, oh yeah, because you were like, oh, let's go see him. He's in Spain right now. <laughs> yeah, he's in Ibiza. And like, I think next week or in two weeks, he's going to be like in Venice, Italy. I was like, wow, perfect time to take a trip to Italy. Right yeah, now. we've been talking about how we want to go to Italy. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Rome. Yeah. Athens. I saw pictures of Lake Como, Italy. God, that place looks so picturesque. I want to go so bad. Imagine just like living there every single day. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Like, there's people who wake up in such, like... Luxurious, <sighs> beautiful places. And they I've, wake up and they look outside the window and the first thing they see is like, oh my God, there's a mountain. Yeah, there's a mountain. Or like, Actually, no, they don't react there. that way. They're like, oh, same old mountain I look at every day. And then yeah, my true. view is a picture of a little doggy taking a little morning shit in the morning. In yeah, of. Flint. <laughs> is that him out there right now? There's people outside know. the door right now. Well... <clears throat> What's yours? Uh, to move on to mine, um, I'm going to say So Good Afternoon by Caroline Spine. Caroline Spine is this band that was popping in the 90s, and um, they're not grunge. They're an alternative rock. They, they're killer, dude. Like They just played in Janesville in May. And they just came back for a 20-year anniversary or something like that for um, that album Monsoon, which So Good Afternoon is on. And I was I was told by one of my friend's dads that really, really liked them that they almost became like worldwide commercial success. They almost had that. And it was right at the time where Nirvana started popping and everybody kind of turned over to grunge. And then, like, we're listening to the Smashing Pumpkins and, like, Garbage. And Garbage is a band, by the way. I'm not talking shit. <laughs> um, but for some reason, Caroline Spine kind of just went away. And the lead singer, Jimmy Newquist, he had this, like, like, I don't know how to explain it, but he had a little twang to him. And then everybody started turning into yelling and screaming a little bit more. But yeah. So Good Afternoon is really funny because it has the it has a really good one-liner at the end and I'll just save that for you guys to hear. But yeah. <clears throat> I want you guys I guess I'll just leave you guys with this as well. It's just don't just listen to the songs and be like, "Okay, I want you guys to try and put yourself in you know, why it sounds that way. Why they used a certain instrument. Let's say, like, with the Kygo thing. Because with Caroline Spine, it's just very... It's drums, bass, guitar, vocals, okay? Let's listen to the Kygo song and, like... Whoa, I just kicked the mic stand. Um, why he used a certain synth pattern, like, a certain samples for the drums. You know, just try and interpret it more. Be a little bit more extra. Be your English teacher in high school. You know, inter- try and interpret it a little bit more. Because... That's what artists have to do. They have to take it that extra step. Yeah. And it, that's why it is what it is. You know? And, like, what would you do to make it sound different? What would you have done? You know? Mm-hmm. Crazy. All right. Well, I guess this is where we leave you guys. It's been an hour. It's a little bit shorter this time. But I feel like this is more of a reflective episode. More than us just hammering on about random things. Yeah. So... Art is beautiful. You are beautiful. Carly, you're beautiful. Thanks. I'm smelly. Sorry. Dude, I need a shower. <laughs> we need a shower. All right. But yeah, hope you guys have a good week. Yeah, you guys too. Um, look at this week in a very artistic way. <laughs> yes. Look at the trees before they turn to shitty snow wherever you're at. I'm excited for fall though. <sighs> I'm not. I'm trying to... Maybe because I've been in the sun way too much at work and I've just been like a completely different tone throughout my whole body. Like I am literally Farmer's Tan Express. I'm like <laughs> that painter's card at Home Depot where they have different shades of like one single <laughs> color. That's me. That's me. That's literally me. I start off like looking like the actual Mexican brown I should be. 
the Mexican But I am bro. not, and I am like, I look like my dad could have been white, but he's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know. I'm we gotta just, hit up. We gotta hit up Rosart or Crayola and just be like, "Hey, <laughs> did you guys think of Mexican brown yet?" <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening in. We hope you guys have a great rest of your week. We hope you guys, you know, can take this episode and reflect on it yourselves. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.